You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, so wonderful to be here tonight again. Somebody told me that on Sunday, somebody was really uh, moved by what we shared on Sunday. How many people were blessed on Sunday? How many people think your family has a vision that they are here to achieve? That there is something ahead, and that by the grace of God, you are going to step into that thing. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible said that the gifts and the callings of God, they are without repentance. They are irrevocable. They might even not, they might have not been born again. Certain things might have been revealed that they tried to pursue and they couldn't get into. That's why you are born again. That's part of the reason. Hallelujah. I want to read something from Psalm 92 verse 5. Psalm 92 verse 5. Amen. The Bible says, Oh Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. How great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. Great works, they are a product of deep thoughts. One of the things that will happen to you when you have a direct encounter with Jesus, or when you give yourself to deep meditation in God's word, your thoughts will be very deep because it takes a very deep way of thinking to be able to produce great results on earth. I think it's good to say this. I've said this before here. Believers must understand that we have the person of Jesus Christ and we have the principles of Jesus Christ. When it comes to the principle, we are not exonerated. For instance, if you are a Christian and you jump from fifth floor, thou shalt crash. Is that understood? Now, principles of Christ, they are the aspect of Christ that anybody can operate, whether you are a Christian or not. For instance, the Bible says, so the, uh, you see this principle in Christ, you also see them in the Word of God because Christ himself is the Word, is the living Word. So you see this aspect of God's word that can be practiced by anybody, whether you're a Christian or not. For instance, the Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. You don't have to be a Christian to experience harvest when you give. You don't have to be a Christian to be blessed when you take care of the poor. Many of the philanthropists in the world are not even Christians. Are you getting that? Now, the Bible says, husband, love your wife. Wife, submit to your own husband. That has nothing. You can be a non-believer and go by that principle and you can be a Christian and refuse to go by that principle. Did you get that? So being born again does not automatically mean that a woman will submit to a man or a man will love his wife. But then there can be a guy who is an unbeliever and he can choose to love his wife. Now that, those aspects are principles of Christ. The Bible says that in every labor there is profit. You don't have to be a Christian to be a hard-working person. Is that right? Yes, sir. I get what I'm saying. But you see, you have to be a Christian to be able to worship in spirit and in truth. 
Now, when it comes to that, you are dealing with the person of Jesus. You have to be a Christian to pray in tongues. You have to be a Christian to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You have to be a Christian to win souls. You have to be a Christian to fellowship with the Spirit of God. You cannot fellowship with the Holy Ghost if you are not a Christian. Now, when it comes to uh, all those things, those sacred things, we are talking about the person of Jesus Christ. So, in other words, unbelievers deal with the principles only. They cannot assess the person of Christ until they are born again. Believers deal with both the person and the principles of Christ. Now, here is the thing about principle. When it comes to principle, I said God will not exonerate his own children. He won't spare them from operating the principle. Now, he will not say because you know the person of Christ and then you are lazy, then the law of diligence will catch up with you or will go against you. Did you get that? So you can pray in tongues and worship from morning to night. You will receive some spiritual endowments. But then you can get home also and ridicule your wife or insult your husband. You have made some deposit in the spirit, but you have actually have violated the principles of Christ. Now, when it comes to wealth, it's of two legs. There is a leg rooted in the principle and there is a leg rooted in the person. 1 Kings 4.29 The Bible says that God gave Solomon wisdom, understanding, and largeness of hearts. If we have a bit of time, we might speak about that largeness of heart tonight. Ability for your heart to be large. Heart enlargement. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Being able, it fits into what we read earlier, not thinking like an ordinary person anymore. You see, God's visions are very broad. Now, when I say wealth is rooted, the two legs. Solomon became the wealthiest because of a supernatural encounter, not because of hard working alone. In his proverbs and in his parables, he spoke against laziness. But to become the number one king that no king or not will catch up with did not come as a result, just as a result of the fact that he was diligent. No, it was rooted in an account. Now, the most powerful people on that are those who combine. Now, the principle and the spiritual aspects. Only Christian can deal with the person of Christ. But Satan also has his own principles and his person. His principles are God's principle, but his person is rooted in evil, in rituals, and in all those things. Now, some of the people ruling the world, they combine the two. They understand the law of diligence. They also understand spiritual backing. This is why, all, contrary to what people think, all kinds of occultism is rising in America. I have been called by a lady on the streets of New York before. One time I was staying there, I said, come, come, come. And she had a shrine, a shop. It was an open place. I've seen that in the UK many times. Somewhere in Westminster Bay side in London, all the, many shops there. You can go there and consult and all those things. And people do that to control their future, to circumvent events. You know, I'm going to say this. In these last days, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. They that don't know their God shall be weak and be well exploited. The gap between the physical and the spiritual is disappearing fast every day. You haven't seen rituals. I read that even the idea of promoting abortion, it has spiritual connotation. 
that people don't know. They just all these things are just happening. Men who rule the world are men who speak to spirits. And it's not Africa. Africa put Calabash on the road. That is a small level. Have you heard about spiritism before? When it comes to the realm of the spirit, the more physical things you use, the lesser the power. Those who are really spiritual can lie down their bed and travel for 30 days. It's called astral meditation. Marabouts are more powerful than Yoruba native daughters. And Marabouts will show themselves inside the dark place and sit on the mat for 30 days. No physical thing. They just travel in the spirit and control the destiny. Some people use it when politics are around. That's why you might not like this person, but then you win all the same. But then when they do so, they demand something from you also. You might win the election and lose a son or something like that. Because Satan does not give anything for free. In a particular state in Nigeria, they told the guy that wanted to be governor that because we have come to us, there will not be development in this city for four years that you are going to be governor. You must not do any good thing. And he said, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you are shallow, you think about your survivor. If you press into the heart of Jehovah, you start thinking about how to impact the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. This is why God has to give every Christian also a largeness of earth. That you might think beyond yourself and know that you are here for the sake of the kingdom. And the kingdom is under a threat, not under a threat. The, the kingdom is constantly being fought. Ideas, news, and everything. Right now in some nations of the earth, now they have successfully introduced homosexuality into the educational curriculum and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Some of Christians are trying to run to Canada. The only thing people do in Canada is to tell their children to Catholic school. Because public school, they allow people dress like ladies from and dancer and they, all those that they are too, you might just wake up and see a generation thinking in a wild way. And the question the most I will always ask is that where are my people? Are you getting what I'm saying? This thing is going on. It's not... See, the world is evolving. There was a time battles were fought with machets. There were no guns. Later, guns. Second World War, atomic bomb, hydrogen bomb, and all those things. The world, nobody's throwing bomb anywhere again. It's ideas now, ideologies. And the kind of civilization that is coming upon the earth now is so totally antichrist. But we have to be part of it. At least you have to send your children to school. And you are seeing the way things are going. I went to my secondary school. I schooled in Abeokuta. And they have stopped anything called beating people. See, it's not about civilization. It's an Afro. It's, an Afro, it's just a direct opposite of the word of God. Since the word of God says that, do not, uh, uh, it said about killing a child. Something will arise and tell you, like something saying that now it's all over establishing the world, except in African nations and Asia, that it is no more marriage, is no more man and woman. It can be partners. I'm, I'm sure you are aware of that one. Why is it that any civilized stuff is just to enter, just to like, because there is someone behind it? And, you know, I have Christians that went to the University of Ibadan together, they are as naive as anything. They just think everything is playing like that. You see what's going on. You will see. Our hope is not in any political system or any candidate to anybody. But every Christian 
must stand for the kingdom, understand the kingdom, and trust God that you create amazing things on that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, we must understand that, that this is why, for instance, the Bible says, of course, I've explained that in this church before. We, I said this like, if you remember the teaching like three years ago, four years ago. Actually, what happened was I was going from America and I was reading uh, a book. And I said to myself that, well, we don't talk about that in our church. As if the Spirit of God told me that there will be a controversy on this matter. I came to church, I landed in Nigeria on Saturday, I came to church on Sunday, and I started teaching, and I said that believers are not practicing tithes. There are two types of tithes in the Old Testament. Abraham is called the father of faith. Abraham demonstrated his own by faith. There was no cause attached to Abraham's own. There was no threat of devourer. Abraham did it by faith. It was... Um, Israelites later. And then, under Malachi, it became a matter of law that anybody not giving his cause. Abraham met Melchizedek, a prototype of Jesus Christ, and two things happened. Melchizedek took time from Abraham and gave Abraham communion. That's why we still do communion today. To say communion is valid and tithe is not valid is an error. Now, to teach that if you don't give tithe, you are going to hell or something like that is also incorrect. Because in New Testament, people are not driven by fear. They are driven by faith. You don't get that. So we cannot, because we want people to be titles, start telling them that this will know. But one thing is certain. Even under the law, they were told that I will open windows of heaven. There's no physical window in heaven. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1, I heard the voice. He said, I saw a door open in heaven. There are doors in heaven and there are windows in heaven. When the door in heaven opened for John, he, had, he ascended into heaven the cutting between heaven, the physical and the spiritual was parted for him and he saw what a normal man shouldn't have seen. When windows of heaven are open, when the door is open, it's like you are sent. Maybe an open vision, you cross from this physical realm to the realm of the spirit. When windows are open, you don't cross, but you peep, you see. Just like when they open, when they open the door for you, for you to come in, when they open a window, except you are a thief, you don't jump in. Window helps you to look inside. There are hidden treasures in heaven. When a believer has a kind of transaction with God in that sense, then something happens. You are, your, the channels of your spirit and of your mind, they are opened up. You are able to see steps to take. Now, the mistake people make when they give, they expect that automatically somebody will just give them time instead of the money. It might happen like that at times. But in most cases, I am the Lord that gives the power to get wealth. There is what is called an anointing that comes upon you and gives you an ability to attract. That ability can come in form of an idea or a little effort with a great result. They don't get what I've just said now. And sincerely speaking, if we have a plan, you have the plan that in the next five years, your name is a strong name on the streets for whatever you do. You know that living every day like a normal person will not do the job. You have to think deeper. And all answers are in the word of God. We can't think outside the word of God. We have to think deeper. Everybody that God spoke to in the Bible, Genesis chapter 2 of Abraham, after the Bible says Abraham increased in cattle, and there is something about an encounter with God. It does not only make your spirit robust, it does something to your finances as well. It is true. Hallelujah. 
and we can actually have an encounter. It's not until an angel appeared, like I told you. Many of the you night, know, I told you on Sunday, angels, I don't want to go into that again. But remember, I told you on Sunday, most angels don't have wings. And some of them appear like men. Probably you've seen angels before without knowing. The Bible says that do not forget to entertain, for some have entertained angels unaware. If they look like angels, nobody will miss them. You will know that an angel, if you saw wings and everything, you would say that, okay, an angel came yesterday. But because they came like mortal men, you might have missed the opportunity of recognizing them. That's what the Bible teaches. Hebrews 13, 1 or 13, 2. Is that, are you, are you with me? You know, there's no pattern to what I'm just sharing with you tonight. Because the communion we're about to take tonight, I believe that um, something will happen to you go into the deep things of God and your eyes will be open. And then you don't think like an ordinary person again. When we want our world to expand inside, it's a function of two things. The revelation that you see and the information that you have, they are both important. If you are always reading books about people who have done great things on earth, it's to know that your world you live in is too small and that you have to step up and do something. But the most powerful is that as you meditate, the Spirit of God takes you beyond your immediate environment to show you. The Bible says when the Spirit of God shall come, if, uh, uh, John 16, it will show you things to come. The Holy Ghost is not always talking about the present. It shows you things to come because no matter how beautiful it is with you now, there are more grounds to conquer. Hallelujah. And the Spirit of God is always showing us things ahead. Things to come. Joseph was just a young guy and then he saw people bowing to him. Ah, it didn't look like it. Because the Spirit of God will make you see beyond your immediate environment. You will see yourself in another light. And remember, what you see is not exactly correct. It is what it is. If you remember one way I explained to the reason why John said, in the beginning was the word, John 1. He said the word was with God and the word was God. He said the same was God in the beginning. All things were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. He said in him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Now, later he said that that was the true light that lightens all men. When you hear the word true light, it means there are other types of light. Is that right? You don't say that is the... Uh, when you say that is the true, 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 true something, it means there are others, but they are not the real thing. Is that clear? Now, the Bible said that Jesus Christ is the true light that lightens all men. What's the meaning of that? It's very deep. You will think I'm wearing a light blue shirt. And you are right. It is blue because of the light that is on it. If you understand spectrum and physics very well, physics, we were taught in physics, no color is original. It depends on the light that is on it. So if you enter some X-ray room now and they put on gamma light or infrared, your clothes will change. You might be wearing blue before and get inside and see that you are red. Why? Under another light, the color of your clothes will change. Did you get, did you get that? Now, the Bible says Jesus is the true light. Under the light of your family, there is a name they call you. Under the light of Nigeria, there is an identity you have. When you cross to the light of Jesus, the same you might have a different identity 
Now, the Bible is saying that the identity that is shown when you're under Christ is a true identity. You don't get that? So they say your name is uh, Wale, and that's all you think about yourself. You are 27. But when you come to the true light, <laughs> it might show you something else. Jesus might say that you are a king. No wonder one of the things that will happen to us in the book of Revelation. He said, thou shall be called a new name that the mount of Lord shall name. Said that in Isaiah. Then he said, anyone that overcomes shall be given a stone with a name written on it. Nobody knows the name except the one that received the name. That means beyond the names they are calling us, there is a deeper name. When we fellowship with the Lord, what happens is that he introduces you to you. Remember, God has finished the work. Then he goes to start. And remember what I told you on Sunday. God lives in past, present, and future together. That's why I introduced in Revelation chapter 1 verse 7. I am the one that is, that was, and that is to come. Those three dimensions exist together as one dimension in God. Are you, are you, are you with me? So when he said, Jeremiah, that before I formed thee, I knew thee. That means he creates a role. When he sees the role to the end, then he creates a man and puts him on the role. So you are on a journey that has already been finished. Did you get that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God. You see, as soon as, if you read 1 Kings 16, the Bible talks about Ahab and all the evil that he did. It was in his time that Jericho was built. When they destroyed Jericho, Joshua put a curse. There caused me anybody that built Jericho again. He said that when he starts building it, his firstborn will die. And he said when he finishes and he's setting up the gates, his lastborn will die. <laughs> Maybe in between, the rest would have died. <laughs> that was what Joshua said over Jericho. And a man did that later. Built Jericho under the permission watching night of Ahab. The Bible said there was no king in Israel that was as terrible as Ahab. And on top of it, he married Jezebel. Oh, Serious combination. <laughs> Jezebel alone was enough evil. But Ahab, the most wicked king, married Jezebel. And the Bible talked about all that happened. But then in chap that chapter 16, talked about the evil of Ahab. And in chapter 17, the Bible said, Now, Elijah the Tishibite of Tishib in Gilead said to Ahab, the Almighty God will always balance the equation. When there is so much evil on earth, God releases people of radical faith. I get to what I'm saying. You know, for a soccer to work, everything is a positive, negative. Not let, let's not go too much in that. But understand that when the darkness is so deep, gross darkness, all that is sent we hear is arise and shine. When the Lord sees that there is so much evil in the world or evil coming, he begins to give unusual training to his people that they might be able to stand, not only stand, that they might be able to ward up the evil. It is true. In the next 20 years, whether Nigeria will be darker or brighter, it depends on everybody listening to me right now. Wisdom accelerates your speed. By the time you start producing tremendous results, your world will look for you. 
when you occupy a space in the world, you can actually be so strong that within your own space, evil is not tolerated. You can become so strong in name in your state that nobody becomes anything without coming to meet you and receiving your approval. At that level, you can shape things. This truth of the matter is that, look, I, I want, I, 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 some people might consider this a big controversial, but let me tell you the truth. You know in this church we pray a lot. And we fast a lot. I will never downplay prayer. It's been my life. I love to pray. When there was going to be famine in the world, in the time of Pharaoh, God did not show it to, not even to Joseph, who had the gift of dreaming. Pharaoh was the one that saw that there was going to be famine. He saw Linkau swallowing the mighty one, nothing happened. And when he woke up, why did the dream come to Pharaoh? Because only Pharaoh had the financial capacity to do something. What was the essence of the dream? For a storehouse to be built so that people will not be hungry in the future. God did it because of his own people, but when God is helping his people, he's also helping people around them. True blessing is that you are blessed and for your sake others are blessed. So he said to Abraham, I will bless you and make you a blessing. Did you get that? So because God did not want Jacob and his children to starve, he preserved them according to Psalm 105, but also preserved Egypt because of them. Now, if a poor man was shown the vision that famine was coming, what will he do? Because at the end of the day, they were supposed to build a barn where they would store food. So God will not waste his time except to reveal it to someone with the capacity to build a barn. Because at the end of the revelation, one thing is certain, there will be an instruction that please gather food because famine is coming. When you talk, tell a poor man, gather food, where? The fool say, you know, get. Maybe he's living in a mini flat. Is that where we gather food for an entire city? So when you want to re-communicate the idea of gathering food, you have to tell somebody that has a big store that can take care of a whole city. Pharaoh was not a man after God's heart, but God had no choice. He was number one king in the world that time. He was the only one that could do something about the famine that was coming. Did you get what I'm just saying now? Do you notice one or two men controlling vaccine? They are not doctors and they come out and tell you today, this is what will happen. Instead of you to get angry, what about you? Imagine you are the one. So people are not, it's amazing. These men are not president of any nation, yet all presidents are listening to them. You see, what, I, what I've just shared to now, I want to stop here. If Daniel did not manifest the supernatural, Nebuchadnezzar wouldn't have ever listened to him. Is that true? If Joseph did not tell Pharaoh the dream that he didn't tell anybody, he, would, he wouldn't have listened to his prescription. The time has come, men and brethren. I'm looking at everybody tonight and normally I would have loved talking about something that's been coming on night. But this is where I'm being led. It's as if there's a demand over everybody to rise. Let the Spirit of God invade your way of thinking and show you how you can be such a mighty blessing to this world. Deep thoughts coming from you. And then your products are never the same. All of a sudden, when you see this, you cannot live like any other person again. I will tell you of somebody 
many, 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 many years ago. Um, I was growing up and I, 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 some years ago, I just met this man where I was staying before and was telling me that himself and Pastor Chris Oyakilome, they used to stay together. The man is also close to 60 now. If I wanted to ask, so what happened to you? Because his wife had left him, everything was just upside down. So anyway, they, they say inside the same room. You might not agree with Christ on many things, but he said something about Pastor Chris. He said, even as students, when they didn't have anything, Pastor Chris vowed. He said, he would say, I'm an excellent man, excellent people don't use candle, and he would refuse to use candle. The rest of them will be using candle, he will say that, no, I'm too big for candle. Even though he did have, he would just say, I'm too big for candle. And as he kept at it, one day had the opportunity of buying the kind of lantern that could see. And he said, you see, I've told you. And the guy said something about him. The first time the church was part of the church at the beginning, that they were to record, he had just one small camcorder. He would put it down and stand. And he would speak as though speaking to the entire world. When something drops on the inside of you, it will affect how you act externally. It's not the resources first. It is the establishment of the thought first. When it is establishing you, the resources will follow. When you see a man, all of a sudden can't sleep like others. He's awake, pursuing something. Something has dropped inside him. Too many people live casually. And you can choose. Down to dressing, down to how you speak, down to places that you go to. You can choose not to live an ordinary life again. And not to live like ordinary people again. See, even when God wanted to bring them out of Egypt, all of them were slaves. He didn't choose any of the slaves. He had to choose Moses or he arranged that Moses should go to the palace because a slave will think like slaves. So Moses was brought up in the palace. When they were complaining, there was not a record Moses complained like the rest of them. It was in 40, 40 years. It was in palace for 40 years. Only him. That was why Paul, God said to Paul, I will deliver you from the people I will now send you to them. If you are not delivered from the people, you cannot be sent to them. When two containers containing water have equal heights and equal capacity, one can never pour to another one. If you hold two cups in your hand and you want to pour into one, you have to raise up the one that has the content before you can pour. Is that right? When you put the two of them together, you can't pour with the two of them at the same level. This is why God has to work on our ability to comprehend things. That is where we can be unleashed into the world and do something unusual. Three things, they affect this so much. Spend time worshipping. It has a will. It does something to your spirit. Genuine worship and praise. Lifting up your hands and worshipping God. They looked unto him. They were lighting. Psalm 34 verse 5 and their faces were not ashamed. Cultivate the habit of worshipping. Secondly, cultivate the habit of praying in tongues. Regularly. It's important. Learn to sit in one place quietly. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. When you start doing that repeatedly, you will notice that you are beginning to think in a different way. Yes. Than the way others think. In a different way. Than the way others think. 
The third one, which is very important as well, be a giver. It is true. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says our God is a God of knowledge, by him actions are weighed. One day the Lord showed me something. He just asked me a question. Why do you come to church every Sunday and you give a certain amount? And I made up my mind, not anymore. I give according to the tempo of the service. There are services we've done here on Sunday morning that my offering will be 100,000. I am telling you. And at times I do that. We have two services. I'm not saying you should go and do it. I'm just saying that sometimes tradition binds. The Bible says you have made the word of God of non-effect by your tradition. Tradition makes you wake up. In the last two, three years, you just pull out. It's not about the amounts. If a person has only one that God understands that that's but you can develop an attitude that even when you are blessed, you have put God at the level that when I come to church, it is 200 naira. And even the day you have 200,000, when you still come to church, it is 200 naira. It is no more about uh, the level of finan your financial level. It has become a habit, the way you treat God. And he said, they that honor me will lie on, and those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. What about when all hands are up in the church worshiping God? What do you do? Do you worship with them? Do you give him praise? This is very important. It is very important. Hallelujah. A man's gift maketh a way for a man, take care of them to wear the mighty hair. People have taught about this in church as gifts. They can apply to physical gifts, but go and check your Bible. Check if you have Bible with concordance. A man's gift actually means a man's money. That's what is there. I have looked at the Hebrew Greek of it. It's a man's money. It makes room. It is true. Every time people offered sacrifice in the Bible, Old Testament, God showed up. We are not to go and be building physical sacrifice again. It shows that there is something about a man who is conscious of God. Why? Money is a very powerful thing. Everything we are talking about now, you cannot control the world if you are low on cash and low on resources. It is true. Like I just told you now, if God shows you a dream, you cannot do much if you are. And I'm praying for believers. See, we should go past and need house rent and all these things. Supposing you come to church and you are in nursery units and you made it a mandate, any usher that needs out there, you are the one giving it. We need to start thinking that way. And it's a product of both principles and the person. Did you get that? Yeah. The principle behind this, the person I've told you, worship, pray, and everything. The principle is that, please, everybody listen to me, change what to watch on a daily basis. I told the dear sister here, she was talking to me one day, and I said that you spend watching, spend time watching African magic. I said, look, I'm not saying African magic is wrong. I said, but what has it done to you? You have to take life with all seriousness. How can you let four or five hours pass you by and all you watch is entertainment? Entertainment satisfies your soul. It builds nothing in you. It takes you nowhere. So we should reduce our entertainment and turn everything to a learning opportunity. When you scroll through your phone, what do you check? Pictures of somebody doing like this. Me and my swag. And you are, how, how does... <laughs> because God is just. Somebody might not know God and day and night is tasking his own mind. He will come up with something. It will be unjust for God to stop him because you are a Christian. Because you have your chance also. So somebody, I was told that Abigail told her that he doesn't watch TV. Maybe more than 30 minutes a day or so. 
I mean, does what? These are even making news and they don't watch. Somebody took a newspaper with Bishop Edebo's picture on it in the traffic. One guy said, I said, look, 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 sir, your picture. When <laughs> said, I don't read. He said, sir, you're on this one. He said, it doesn't matter. Whatever they say or they are not saying, I don't care. I have discovered that across boards, those who make news, they hardly sit down to watch. If you're a movie director and you are spending time watching movies, I can understand. But you are not a you are not planning to go into movie industry. And every day, hours upon hours upon hours, you are watching. And time is running. Never let a day go by with you being idle. Idleness is forbidden in the Bible. Even when you're on vacation and you relax, you can relax eating and resting and still be learning. Technology has helped. The time is short. If they look at you, see, even when they were to choose Ma Dickens in the Bible, the first thing God said to Paul, a Dickens must not be a novice. That means don't choose somebody who doesn't know anything. This puts responsibility on us to want to learn, to want to know. Time is short. Very soon you'll be 50. Very soon you'll be grandma. And then your strength is limited. Is somebody being challenged tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. If any man be in Christ, many people know that, but that is not the biggest part of the gospel. The biggest part is not us being in Christ. The biggest part is Christ being in us. Because the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory is to be conscious of somebody inside you. What will he have you do tomorrow? That's what we are talking about. The best school in my estate, Saibu came up and he started telling the woman, is the biggest school, is the largest in my area. And they were like, eh, um, you don't allow so so other religion to uh, pray inside the school to do this. She's an old woman. She managed to get up and he said that this school is built on the principles of Jesus Christ. I'm not against religion. I'm not asking them not to go to mosque outside, go outside for their worship. He said, but in this school, no. He said, can you allow that if you build the school? And they kept quiet. They couldn't take their children away because the quality of the education there it's a quality. Nobody can dispute it. If you find absolute cure for cancer today, you have mouth. All of a sudden, you are a guest in EU, UN, everywhere. UNESCO, UNICEF, and the rest. Once you get something, and these things are inside God, but they are embedded. God is not found on the surface. Yes. Are you with me? When you finish praying, expect a window, which is not a physical window. Ideas, instructions to draw. When you give, expect a window to be open. Never see yourself as an ordinary person. Never define yourself. Some years back, I was planning and dreaming that one day I would give out one million. When I did, I was so happy. My joy was not to have one million. My joy was that I could give out one million. 
It made me so glad because I decided that whatever you give, you have become a master of it. And I say this by the grace of God. So how much is one million now? How many times have I given one million already this year? It gives me so much joy to be able to. Yeah. Actually, I have a pact. I'm not saying anybody should die. I, I try to do something. Once I attain to a new height, if I have an amount I've never had before, the first of it I give to God. Once I do, I'm established at that level. I believe that's the idea of falsehood. I don't teach falsehood because it's not emphasized in New Testament. So I don't teach it. But I practice it personally. Somebody told me on Sunday one day, after three years of attending, he said, you've never talked about tithe. So I said, I just believe Christians should be free to make their own decision. They should know. But one thing is certain. If we don't practice the word as it should, we will not get quality results as we should. Seest thou a man who follows what is written? I can tell your life is beautiful. It is true. All over social media and the rest, people think that God wants to collect things from them. I see this every now and then. I see people holding back. Even what they are holding back is not, it's not enough anyway. It can't pay anything for you, they keep it. But there is it that scattered yet, it increases. It is true. You know, I told you, but people come to meet me at times and they ask me to, can you give me 70K? And I have just 80K in my account and I give them 70. Why do I do that? I am bigger than my accounts. Some of you know my style now. When you ask me for money, I tell you that give me 48 hours. Many times I might not have it physically. I will just believe. And maybe 40%, 50% of the time, it will always happen. It's not every time. When it doesn't happen, I'll know that God doesn't want me to give that person. <laughs> so it's not every time. I won't claim that every time. But 40 to 50% of the time. When I ask people to come back, they will just come back and then I will have it. And if I don't, I don't bother myself because it's not me. This is the person. It is true. And you are just going to find this grace at work in all areas of your life. All areas of, my, of your life. Where I'm staying now and my last place, I'm always the one calling landlords home and collect their money. It's as if they forget their money in my hand. On one occasion, one of our friends had cancer. I went to school together and it was to be flown abroad for treatments. And they said we should contribute. So I, I joyfully wanted to do my I wanted to pay my house rent. That was about all I had then. I just called him and I said, you know what? Can you let me pay the house rent next month? I said, because she didn't even let me finish. He said, ah, why are you telling me? Did I ask you? I said, that's good. I said, then don't ask again. <laughs> but, you know, so I, I just uh, gave a part of it for that guy. And by the following month, I sent the, my landlady the money. Now, there's a landlord now. And I've never seen the man, but I don't know the man. Every year, it's the same tradition. I will have to call after one month of the deadline. I said, ah, you've not. He'll be like, okay, 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 okay. It's still the same account number. But there are some of you, your landlord, well, it's two months to the time. He's already passing by. His presence is reminding you something. <laughs> Hallelujah. I bless you in the name of the Lord. May the Lord expand you. May the light of heaven come over your mind. May you see the way God wants you to see. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord expand your vision. Hallelujah. Whatever you are doing right now, may you see it growing, multiplying, reaching so many nations. In the name of Jesus Christ. I know one or two people here, you asked. There was a time 
you were unlimited to going on set to go and act. Nobody thought that Facebook guys would start doing skits. I mean, and there are people who do skits, do little, little stuff now. They are more popular than those who act on TV. Everything is changing. Some of them who do little skits now, they do adverts and they make a lot of money. It's amazing. About two Sundays ago, this guy they call Wole Arole was still telling me. You know, he comes here from time, he was still telling me that, oh, Pastor, when are you going to appear on my Instagram stuff? We need to talk. And was telling me, showed me things he had done. Being followed by almost a million people and all these things. The other day I saw it with Tony Ofife. I saw it with Bishop Wedeku's son. I saw it with MSI. I saw it everywhere. And he doesn't so much appear in movies. He's just a personal thing. Just put his phone like this and that is it. The Spirit of God knows more. 30 years ago, following my mom to bank, as a very small boy, we almost suffocated inside the bank. Nobody knew that banking would become what you I may not remember days of Union Bank of Old, Savannah, all those banks. Some young people here cannot understand. I'm still a young, but I'm not as young as some of you. <laughs> In those days, that was bad. Banking that was horrible. Then all this new generation. But this is not the end. More things are still coming. More things are coming. More things are coming. More things are coming. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. And light will fall on you. God will open your eyes to see. In the name of Jesus Christ, He will open your eyes to see. Oh, glory to God. After service two Sundays ago, I don't know whether they are here. I can't even remember the face again. A man and a lady, they might, they might be watching. Or they, I, I, I was shocked. And I said, I will help you publicize this. They brought these uh, uh, um, chips made from sweet potato to my office. And they told me, young guy and girl said, we have a factory. We produce this. And they said that we are the sole distributor. All ShopRite outlets in Nigeria, every single ShopRite is our chips. The only one, the only one they have. So if you go to ShopRite there, that you will, if you see any cocoa chips, any uh, chip that is made up, it's, it's this. And I looked at the two of them. Very young. They have staff upon staff under them. And they said I just got an idea to make it into something like Paneyam and the rest. They've gotten doctors, they've done all this research, they submitted the paper to them, and it's been approved, I think, by NAPDAC. That's about, they're about to float under coming that will be doing that. I could remember, all I remember that they were looking so young. I got up and said, wow, they don't look like, and they were just smiling. But there's this smile that success gives you. And I said, wow. And they said they just started coming after lockdown. And I said, we've been blessed. We love this church and we know. I said, wow. Interesting. Interesting. I just trust that the Spirit of God is someone blessed today. Whether you are a fashion designer, whatever you are, don't do it like an ordinary person. Do it from inside out inside out. Last week I was there to dedicate John Lumi's place. And I saw the duplex, the arrangement. I was impressed. I was happy. Just had a just some years ago. It looked like he was just neither here nor there. But he would follow me to go and preach on the island. I can tell. I remember when he started learning how to sew. He started, he was already in church. He used to play keyboard then. The joy I felt when I stepped into that place. 
and then he may say, I, I, I don't buy kaftan. If you see me wearing a native on Sunday, there are people. I have shola, I have pelumi. So I don't think if Jesus comes, I will buy native again. I get excited. I saw his parents, they were there. They were happy. The mom sang and sang, watching what their son has done. Will somebody get home tonight, sit down on your bed, and begin to pray in tongues and be saying, Lord, me, me too. You have a plan for me. Things can continue this way. Especially as we are about stepping into 2021. There might be. You didn't go to university for fun. You studied a course, but your direction in life might be different from what you have studied. The Spirit of God might have just made you to go to school to learn discipline of standing up to read. 80% of people will not do along the line of their course. The greatest gift of university is not the course you have learned there. It's ability to interact, that's all. Even when you do accounting and they want to work in a bank, they will retrain you because your school didn't teach you how to work in a bank. Am I right? You don't write on the chalkboard in bank. In school, we just read and pass. So that's why everybody working in a bank, you must go through training. Graduate training, they will train you for their own, what, what, what you need to work on. So the same thing, you went to school. It might be one relationship you have established in school. One skill you have learned that you don't, you've learned, you don't even know you have it. Maybe you acted with them one day. Oh, Callisto. This guy, I think they know what's his name. He's one of the major faces in, uh, in Hollywood now. Late Dr. Benga. He's a doctor. He's come and preach here that time. He told me. They were using life to that when Dr. Benga hijacked him. He didn't know how to act. Said there is a script, want you to act it. Farm Thomas, how they forced him, and that's it. Dr. Benga is gone now. He got home one day, he just left on, he just entered the house and sat down on the chair, fell down, and died. He was a friend, very painful. He was in Covenant Christian Center. Now he's gone. But this guy is acting all over. Maybe you participated in just something in school. It is when you remember, when you remember. Pastor, but you do platform now. Both Christians and Muslims have all been there. Platform, platform, platform. When I asked him one day, platform was a program they did when it was Unilag. That was the first time somebody helped them to get Oshibaju. They just wanted someone to come and talk to students about being beyond school and they got different people. One day I was praying and trying to find out why am I not having no breakthrough in Lagos? What do you want me to do, God? As he was praying, it just, it just like a flash. The thing I've given you to succeed, I gave you when you were a student. Go back to school. God didn't say go and register in school. Take your mind back to school. As he sat down thinking about all that happened as a student in his life, he just remember platform. They didn't call it platform then. The same type of, the same pattern, just repeated it now. And you see governors and everybody from Peter B to Vine, everybody goes for platform now. It was an idea in school. The student gather, few of them listen to one or two people talk. It came. What about if in your 100 level, 200 level, some things also occur to you? What about 12 years ago? There was something, and you are not saying it. Only, only the Holy Ghost can tell you. The Bible says it, will, it will remind it can remind you of these things. Yeah. Let me stop here. Let's have the communion. The more I'm talking, the more this thing is burning inside me. I just want to see everybody here. Ah, men and brethren, days are very fast now. Can you imagine we are in November 18 or so? In the next 
42 days or thereabouts, we are already saying Happy New Year. I remember very, we came to this auditorium last year. I remember December 31st when I stood here and some guys came out to give their life to Christ. To me, it looks like up till now, it's just like about two, three months ago. But lo and behold, it's almost a year. The days are moving very fast. So what's going to happen all through December? How do you, how do you want to enter January 2021? What's going to happen? Before we know what is happening, we are in November 2021 again. Oh, man, and brother, come on. Can't break it. It can't be. Hallelujah. Thank you. Begin to pray on your seat, please. Again, the same prayer we started. We just pray for illumination. Sunday, I will speak about the power of the right company. Yeah, only few people will rise as individuals. Many people to be a team. Shedra, Meshach, and Abednego. Peter, James, and John. Have you found your company? Some wander away from a group they should be with. This is why those who have what they call vagabond spirit, they want to move from here, move there, move from here, move from any plant to remove and plant and remove and plant will never develop roots. It is true. Thank you. They are still moving around. They are always pursuing something. There is a stability needed to be able to grow into what you should become. Bible says Jesus took bread and he broke it. We are taking this now. The Bible says Christ has been made unto us wisdom and power. Through the precious blood of Jesus. Wisdom and power. Wisdom and power. First Corinthians 1 from verse 23 or so. From verse 20. Wisdom and power. Hallelujah. Say after me, I'm a believer. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the Lord of my life. With this communion, I call it the bread and the blood of Jesus. He said, if you take this, you are part in me. So I affirm that I have the wisdom of Christ. I have the power of Christ at work in me. In the name of Jesus. Can go ahead and take it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's also say in the name of Jesus. I believe in the precious blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus, say it loud, I have redemption. 
I have forgiveness of sin. And through his blood, I have my healing. Divine health. In the name of Jesus. Anything contrary to God's perfect plan, which is divine health, in my body is flushed out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Take it. God bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.